Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Your, oh my God, Brooks, your, your message made me laugh so hard about um, John Lovett. Just like that one. <laughs> I am not kidding. When I say yeah. I almost swerved the car off the road, like I'm driving to work, and mm-hmm. he just caught me so off guard. Like, yeah, <laughs> things like that have happened to me with last podcast several times. I've either like almost like crashed my car, or like I have been like walking my dog with headphones in, and they just said something that really like just like kneecapped me essentially, and I mm-hmm. scream laughed in public. It's particularly amazing about this example, though, is like it wasn't even the episode; it was a commercial. Yeah. Like, that's, That's impressive. Yeah, I'm, I'm frankly very you impressed. Get on a bike. There was a burlap stack of ugly fucking fruit at you. <laughs> no, Cooking Media has the ability to take like a normal 45 second ad read and turn it into a three minute like comedy sketch in and of itself. So <laughs> they just good. like riff. I've said this before. I absolutely hate the way that in the creepy pasta episodes of last podcast. Ben Kissel puts in no effort whatsoever to read anything, but he can like do an ad read with like genuine emotion. I like yeah. want to like reach into my phone and like throttle him and be like, just do what you do for the ad reads. Yeah, but then you gotta wonder how many takes it took. I mean, this to is get... true. This is very true. Yeah. Ben Ben Kissel, my sweet. Anyway, Emily, I am. So glad that you're joining us on a regular basis, and I'm so very excited for this for this segment that you have prepared for us. Very happy to be here. Very happy to contribute. We um, do stand. So, as I said, um, it's just the the game is called Unhinged because everything about this is unhinged. Beautiful. And I'm gonna read out a post. Tell me if it's a celebrity tweet or a Tumblr shit post. If it is a celebrity tweet, I will tell you who tweeted it. Amazing. Incredible. Let's go. Um, so number one is boing, motherfuckers. Boing, boing, motherfuckers, boing. 100% a celebrity. Yeah, that's a celebrity. And I'm going to guess Kanye. Yeah. Or Ye, that... I believe his name is these days. Yeah. Ye. Is it Ye or Ye? I'm going to guess it's Ye. But it <laughs> makes me think of that TikTok See? where the guy is reacting to someone's post. It's like... I took a screenshot in Animal Crossing one second too late, and it's just this giant fish, and he goes, yee! See, <laughs> oh my God. I get yay, because, like, Kanye, but yeah. he's also, right. like, Yeezy. He so is also get... Yeezy! So I, 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 I really that. don't know if it's yay or yee. <laughs> anyway. Um, anyways. So you are correct. 
This is indeed a celebrity tweet. Was it Kanye? It is from Jim Carrey. No. Okay. okay. Yeah. I did not include. I, I can there see There is it. no Kanye. That's the. Those would be too simple. <laughs> Actually, so I yeah, just like, right. and we're pulling yeah. Kanye out of the mix. That that um, good thought. Yeah, I. It'd be too easy if I if I did Kanye. Was there context too? Huh? Was there context for that tweet? No. Okay. I know someone None else of them on, have any context on the ever. internet made a game where you have to guess if it's a Kanye lyric, a um, Shakespeare quote, or a drill tweet. I love those games. Oh, and I think yeah. we should play that at some point. But let's focus on yes, this. Yeah. Um, number two. Okay, boys, what's your ball size? <laughs> That's gotta be a Tumblr shit post. Yeah. yeah. That is a tweet from Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Wait, is this I forgot about her that cousin? was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, Must be. Who knows? I have no idea. Oh. I just, I simply it has to be her. It it has to be Excuse me? That has such Tumblr shitpost energy. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Man, I thought my, like, years on, like, 2014, like, 2013, 2014 Tumblr were going to help me here. I'm not so sure about that now. So here's the thing. I too was a 2013 through 2015 Tumblr connoisseur. So I specifically tried to pull stuff that was not that. Oh, you bitch. Okay. Uh, number three. Blood is thicker than water, but maple syrup is thicker than blood. So pancakes are more important than family. Tumblr. That's God. Tumblr. That is a Tumblr shitpost. <laughs> Hell yeah. It still, it makes me laugh, though. I mean, points are made. Uh, number four. I hate being high. Why I keep hearing footsteps. Tweet? It's a tweet. That's a Tumblr post. That is a Tumblr post. And it, isn't the uh, follow-up, are you walk? Are you <clears throat> walking? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> um, number five is simply... I love arm. <laughs> that has to be a tweet by some like some old celebrity who doesn't know how to use Twitter. Yeah, tweet. Sure. It is a celebrity tweet by Justin Bieber. Oh, I was expecting it to be like share or something. Nope. She Justin has, Bieber. She has some weird tweets. Okay. Love her. Uh number six. If chickens could say, love me, love me, that would be awesome. It's gonna be Tumblr. I'm gonna say tweet. It feels... That is another tweet by the man himself, Justin Bieber. Oh my god. <laughs> Who's he running his Twitter account? I don't know, I don't know, but I love it. Number seven. Why is Rhode Island not a road or an island? Ooh. Tumblr. This really could be either tweet. Tumblr. That is a tweet from Justin Bieber. Oh my god. He really like <laughs> he kind of popped off. I pulled up this whole article that was just like, here's a list of Justin Bieber's funniest tweets. Because he just doesn't understand Twitter. I don't know. I would love to know more. I want to know his brain. I would love to study you. <laughs> yeah. That's a uh, like that's a recent like Tumblr thing that has sort of filtered through via other forms of social media. Just that I would love to study you whenever someone yeah. says something particularly unhinged. I'm a big fan. 
Oh, I think my favorite tweet thing is how three question marks just decimate any argument. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number eight. A bicycle is an acoustic version of a motorcycle. Tumblr. Tumblr? Tumblr, yeah. That is indeed a Tumblr shit post, which, I mean, they make good points. Yeah. I mean, cross-stitching is just acoustic pixel art. You're right. Number nine. Just used deep heat, then went for a P. A mistake has been made. Tweet. 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 That is a tweet from Harry Styles. Nice. King. Love him. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Uh, number 10. Fergie taught me how to spell glamorous. However, I would like to note that glamorous is spelled G-L-A-M-R-I-S. Ooh, Tumblr. Tweet. Tweet. That is a Tumblr post. And then somebody responded and said, well, she didn't do a very good job. <laughs> no, she didn't. Number 11. Do ants have dicks? <laughs> no question mark. Tweet. A statement. Tweet. <laughs> tweet. That is a tweet from Kourtney Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's deleted now but i love this tweet by kim kardashian it was like what if people was spelled people that would be funny i think just, celebrities <laughs> just go on twitter and say everything things say that anything i cannot get away with tweeting about and i love it they have unlimited uh, crazy currency <laughs> yes <laughs> Number 12. What to heck? Tweet. That's such Tumblr speak, though, is the problem. Oh, man. Tumblr post. That is a tweet from Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> Every single I believe one of these. the context for this was that it came after Miley was you know, just being Miley, and critics were, like, really coming after her. And he just said, what to heck? <laughs> I'm gonna start saying that. I I think that everybody should. I think we should bring that into the, into the popular lexicon. Yeah. It's a good idea. Number 13. Rappy Doo has been found dead in Miami. <laughs> that's, a, that's a Tumblr shit post. That has to be. Yeah. Tumblr. It is indeed a Tumblr shit <laughs> Honestly, I mean, he had it coming. Said, is he okay? And then the original poster responded back no, and said, he died. Yeah, he's just dead. <laughs> wait, wait, who is it? Just some random Tumblr post. Oh, or who, are you asking who Scrappy-Doo is? Oh, Scrappy-Doo, okay. I mean, I don't know who that is, but... Uh, he's another dog from the Scooby-Doo series. He's the oh. worst one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you know the he's reason the that apparently dog. the like OG live action Scooby Doo movie, Tim Curry was gonna be the lead villain, but he fucking hated Scrappy Doo, so he wouldn't do it. 
We were robbed. I mean, to be fair, because, like, the big reveal is that it's, like, Scrappy in charge of things, but... I can't... I, I, I stand by it. Good we for him. We were robbed. We do not like Scrappy-Doo in this we house. We do not, absolutely. Anyway, continue. Uh, number 14. Who is Tim Horton, and why does everyone in Canada know him? Tweet. Tumblr. Yeah, that is a Tumblr post. <laughs> I don't like Tim Hortons. I'll say it. Stop. But I also don't drink coffee. Tim Hortons is a Western New York staple. In my hometown, there are five Tim Hortons in a three-mile radius. That's excessive. Yeah. We love Tim Hortons. We don't, there is one single Starbucks in the entire town and five Tim Hortons because our loyalties are strong and not a single Duncan because fuck Duncan. Interesting. Yeah, in like, I have family in Buffalo and Tim Hortons and Wegmans are basically religion. Yeah, okay, Wegmans Western I get. New York. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Hortons runs the coffee game. Wegmans runs the grocery game. Number 15. Does mace work on birds? Time sensitive. Please respond. Tumblr. <laughs> Tweet. No. No, I'm going Tumblr. It is a Tumblr post. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just such a good one. Time sensitive. Please. Yeah, that's good. That's real good. Uh, and then this is the last one, and it's a, it's a two-parter. Beautiful. So the original post says, I just realized I've never been in love and only sexually attracted to people. Then this person replied to themselves 10 minutes later, never mind, he texted me back. I think it was 10 <laughs> minutes. I don't know. It's got to be a tweet. Yeah, that has Twitter energy. That is indeed a tweet by Lil Nas X. <laughs> I love Lil Nas X so much. Literally, though. Thank you. Um, I had a very great time pulling these together. I sat alone in my apartment and laughed like <laughs> a crazy person. Thank Just you. Thank you. Enjoying it. That was wonderful. It is very much appreciated. And now here, let me pull this up on my phone real quick. I don't really use Twitter and I pay no attention to celebrities' lives, so that was all random guessing for me. I love it. <laughs> I, like, I've never... Uh use tumblr either you know that era tumblr you were talking about shaped my sense of humor i was teaching college tumblr. at that point already so i was a little <laughs> yeah that tumblr simultaneously like emotionally beat me up in a back alley oh yeah it rotted my brain gave me everything i need to exist yeah mm. so you know anyway the first actual question we have was um, inspired by an exchange I had with my mother not, like, ten minutes before we started recording. So here's what I got for y'all. When you are wearing pajamas, do you wear underwear? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, you fucking psychopaths! <laughs> what? 
What? I do not wear pajamas. But when I like, cause I, I, I sleep naked. It's better for, it's better for the body. It's better for the soul. Um, but when I do wear pajamas, like if I'm like, like if you have function, pajama pants on chilling in your house, absolutely not. Thank you. You two are psychos. We're the psychos. Oh, yeah. D- underwear serve a purpose. That purpose doesn't yeah. change depending on the kind of pants you're wearing. Yeah. But comfy. Yeah. And also, I, was, I, I, wear, so my, I wear my pajamas yeah. once and I wash them. Yeah, but even I do that with my like regular everyday pants that I wear out in public, and I still wear underwear with those. Okay, well I don't wash my jeans. Every you wash day. your pants every time you wear them? Yeah, that's too much. Jeans I might wear a couple of times, but like dress pants and stuff like that that I wear to work, I wash those every yeah. time. Oh, okay. Well, that's not a problem I have. Oh my goodness. I mean, I also, too, so I grew up doing competition dance and, like, performance and stuff, and some of the costumes you straight up could not wear underwear with, otherwise there would be this very distinct line, so I just got used to it, so that's kind of me. So if you're just just sitting in your house wearing, like, some, like, fuzzy, loose sweatpants, you are wearing underwear. Yes. yes. I'm literally yes. always wearing underwear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Why would you do that? Gotta let yourself I breathe, man. Maybe I'm just wearing the wrong underwear. You two are insane. Because there's nothing more that I look forward to than getting home and it's like yeah. bra off, underwear off, Yeah, as, as few layers of clothes as possible, please. Why yeah. do you two look so alarmed? You are the weird ones. No, you were literally the first people I have ever heard that do this. You are the first I people genuinely... I have ever heard that no. do not do this. I genuinely didn't even know there were people out there who did yeah. that. I didn't know there <laughs> were people who did. Does now. Also, this is a question directed at Zach specifically because I'm making the assumption that you wear boxers how is that not too much fabric happening it's a perfect amount of fabric why are you so against fabric yeah i don't like to have i don't like to have layers that are like riding up against each other like you know when you like put on a jacket and you forget to hold your hold on to your sleeve and the jacket stays down and your sleeve goes like this if there is any potential for that to happen then your underwear is too loose or your pants are too tight. Or your pants are too tight. How are you not experiencing that with boxers? They are not form-fitting, correct? But dudes' pants no, tend to be but shorter. Yeah. Especially pajama pants. Which are designed to be loose. Like, like right now, I have a t-shirt under this hoodie. Yeah, it I, is I like hardly ever do perfectly that. Perfectly comfortable. We've talked about that before, Bridget. I always wear t-shirts under my hoodies. Yeah, and I don't know how you live like yeah. that. You don't wear t-shirts under your hoodies? She doesn't. No, not really. The hoodie is oh, the shirt. Yeah, no, I only will wear a t-shirt under my hoodie if I'm expecting that I will be too warm for the hoodie at some yeah. point. I view a hoodie as more like a jacket than a shirt. Yeah. It's like an additional layer to keep me warm, but it's not like the main thing that I'm wearing. No, it is. It is usually the main attraction. That's so wild to me. Yeah, I tried wearing a sweatshirt without a t-shirt underneath like last week, and it felt so weird, and I couldn't stand it. 
It does. It's like an unnatural amount of fuzz. It's soft. It's I want that touching me. Yeah, right? I, I don't know. Maybe the whole no underwear with pajama things, pant, with pajama pants is like a younger person thing. Zach, you're 25. <laughs> Still, still, still on the upper like half of this. That. <laughs> That's how math works. Shut up. <laughs> you two baffle. I want to study you two. <laughs> oh man, we should. Re it's too bad this is like sort of a like a a private topic because it'd be good to do some sort of poll, but I feel like it would be hard to find a place where it would be uh, appropriate to do that. I'm gonna go ask all of my friends and family now. I mean, I pretty much know the answers for everyone in my family. As do I, I suppose. What, wait, what does your family do? I'm assuming that they're... Well, again, until now, I've never heard of anybody not wearing underwear with Yeah. So. You're so strange. I'm literally triple question marking you guys so hard right now. Okay, except I do have another question now. This is probably more for Brooks because I don't think that men's running shorts have these things. But what about like, you know how like running shorts have like the little built-in underwear? Mine have do those. You, do you also wear your own underwear? No, absolutely not. I don't view those as built-in underwear. I view those as like, because it, it's more like it's flat in the crotch area so you don't have a some of my students watch the podcast sometimes <laughs> <laughs> i realized i already dropped the f-bomb earlier and i was like yeah it's fine it's fine. fine it's whatever it's college it's okay yeah. but yeah. i view it more of like a, a keeping the fabric smooth thing than it is replacing underwear thing oh see i've i've you know tried i've tr that no i actually I don't I'm not going to say it. I know you're not going to, but I'm going to ask you when we're done recording. <laughs> I'm just not... Are you texting me? <laughs> I'm just not computing for whatever reason right now. No, I am on the firm believer <laughs> side that underwear is just unnecessary a good 50% of the time. I, I don't know why I didn't ex like didn't expect that. <laughs> Ignore me. My brain just isn't functioning tonight. See, to me, I, I mean, I'm way better than I used to be, but I used to be, like, really germaphobic. Interesting. Uh, and to me, not wearing underwear is just unsanitary. Like, it's not just protecting your, like, your outer layer of clothing. Because, like, it's gross, but bodily, like, your body bacteria and stuff goes through multiple layers of fabric. Yeah. And so, like, if you're sitting on a thing wearing pajama pants and no underwear, you're you're leaving traces. <laughs> so there's no nice way to put it. That was my best attempt. It's like a mask. But... Okay, back to the sports thing real mask. quick, though. I don't know if this is, like, yeah. the, like, sports clothing with, like, built-in underwear-looking things. I don't know if this is different for me, because I... My, like, main form of, like, exercise is um, cycling. But you, like, can't wear underwear with bike shorts. You can. That I am more willing to buy into. But, like, the padded into. ones, you're, like, not supposed to. Hmm. I also think it would just be so uncomfortable, because, like, 
bike shorts are like compression. Yeah. So regardless, like they're pushing on to then have to like push that. The fabric's just gonna bunch up. Not if your underwear fit. Like I wear compression tights or capris every single day because I work out every day. I wear underwear with them. I wear it's like a microfiber. Yeah. Yeah, because I have those like. Yeah, no, I have those 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 like tight things as well when it's cold out, and I wear underwear under that, um, mainly because they are white and very transparent. But um, it's easier but, underwear for them. Yeah, um, yeah, no. So like it's it's underwear and then tights and then shorts. But um, sorry, no, I'm just I thinking do, about a TikTok I, I saw earlier have... today. <laughs> Not relevant whatsoever. It just popped back into my head. Sorry. Huh? I am just shocked. Yeah, I mean, same. Maybe I'm just a whore. Yeah, maybe I'm, I mean, like, I've said this on the podcast many times. Maybe I'm just gross. And, like, I'm willing to accept that about myself. One thing that I have noticed, uh, because when you wear the, like, the compression, like, tights that I wear to run and everything... Um, I, I mean, I wear underwear with them because that's what makes me comfortable, but I go to the gym and like, they got mirrors, the walls are just lined with mirrors. And so occasionally I'll catch myself in the mirror and you can see the lines of my underwear. But I also have noticed that I don't see that on other women. So I think I'm probably the only one that wears underwear with them, <laughs> but I just but can't. they also not. have like those like, and like, I, like if I'm wearing like white shorts in the summer, they have those like really kind of like thin, like almost like meshy, like skin toned underwear so you don't see the pattern of your underwear if you're like white shorts so that could be a reason putting that out there i would never wear white shorts that make me so nervous there is nothing i despise more than seeing an underwear line on myself like i don't really care for other people it's one of those strange like yeah i can't do that like if i look in the mirror and i've got a line i'm just like ah, nope they're going off like yeah no for whatever like especially if i'm wearing like leggings or whatever i'm like yep. I, you know i just i want it i want it to be be smooth yeah yeah maybe i'm gross i also think it makes your butt look better if it's not being held in by the underwear so like if i want my booty to look good not doing it yeah, yeah. and also like i personally just refuse to wear thongs it's not comfortable that that as well yeah, so it's simply also, not if you're gonna wear a thong, you might as well not wear underwear at all. Yeah, exactly. The, like functionally, it's not it. doing anything. Yeah, the concept. Like, do you want to have a wedgie the entire time you're wearing them? Have fun. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, no, bad. The only, I mean, it, me personally, I think the only reason anyone should wear them is if you are wearing underwear that like someone is supposed to see. Wink, wonk. Like, I feel like that is the only reason one should wear those. Or the only reason I could see for wearing it. This has been enlightening. I'm so excited. Oh, how the other half lives! I know! I like how we all had that contemplative silence for a bit. Yeah. Taking it in, letting it soak, marinating in it. I dig it. Well, after that, we like to move on, friends. I don't even, like, I don't know where to go from here. Well, I mean, I do. 
I have the questions for this episode written down, but like... <laughs> well, I'll say as per my statement about the previous segment, I'm not going to be much help in this question, as I've stated previously on, on the yes. Discord chat. But that's okay, because I have an answer. Good. Okay. So we've all heard of, like, you know, movie TV villains being played by people who were, like, you know, total sweethearts, like that, um, what's his face, Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's so nice in real life. Like, it's so weird to see him, like, you know, people who know him are like, oh, it's so weird to see him being, like, such a shithead on that show. Um, but I want to talk about some opposites. Who are some characters that would not hesitate to fist fight the asshole that plays them? Uh, oh. Would you like to share? I just realized that I misread that question. I thought it was the actor fist fighting the 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 character, not the other way around. Well, she's just thought of one, so we do still have two answers to get the ball rolling for you guys. Would you like to go first? It's a little bit heartbreaking to say, because it's actually something I didn't know until like a few months ago. Of course. Uh, but William Shatner. No fucking way, that's what I was going to say. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, Captain Kirk, Captain James T. Kirk would not hesitate to backhand that man. Yeah. It really, it upset me so deeply. It hurts, it hurts man. It is not yeah. good to know, but Captain James T. Kirk would fist fight William Shatner without hesitation. Yeah, I know. And he would deserve it. Yeah, it's oh. like, because I don't pay attention to celebrities' lives at all. You know, I didn't, uh, really wasn't aware of what he was like. And then Will Wheaton, um, who, who played Wesley Crusher on Next Generation wrote this whole long thing about how, you know, when he was filming Next Gen, Shatner was, like, on another stage in the same location, and so he got to meet him, and apparently he was just, like, a total dick. Yeah. And so I started reading stuff about him, and I was like, no! I know, that no. one... No. That one hurt it, but yeah, no. Um, Captain Kirk. He's so much better. He's so much better than the man who plays him. Yeah, for some reason it never occurred to me that it would be the same one that you were thinking of. Like, it didn't, like the thought didn't cross my mind. <laughs> what are the odds? There we go. Oh, Jesus, there we go. Now um, we only have one. <laughs> I know, now we only have one. Does this inspire either oh, of you two? Oh, wait, yes. No, I, I, I did think of one. Um, not necessarily fist fight, but like Sam Seaborn would verbally take down Rob Lowe in like two seconds. Because Rob Lowe is like a right wing nut, and Sam Seaborn is like a brilliant. Oh yeah, it, it, I I didn't know that until until like a year ago, and made me very sad because I love like the characters he plays. Which oh, is actually, funny. I just thought of another one. I just, you literally just made me think of another one. Um, I don't know what the character's name is on the Mary Tyler Moore Show, but Laura Petrie and whoever she plays on the Mary Tyler Moore Show would not stand. For the like no. political beliefs of the actual Mary Tyler Moore, would not stand for it. Like she was like played so many fe like she played several feminist icons. She was like, yeah, I don't think women owe it to themselves to have a career and all this stuff. I'm like, shut up. Laura, um, Petri Laura Petrie would not stand for this. I think that Rachel Berry would absolutely fist fight Leah Michelle. Yeah. Um, but, like, not because she's, not even because, like, she hates her, but just because, like, they are the same person. Like, the act, like, 
Leah Michelle is exactly like how Rachel Berry was. And so Rachel Berry would hate it and be like, oh my God, she's going to take my solos. And she would send her to a crack house like she did that one girl in Glee. I firmly believe that Leah Michelle is illiterate. <laughs> There's a whole like conspiracy video about it that we can talk about in another episode, but I like I believe with my whole heart that Leah Michelle cannot read or write. I'm glad this sparked more answers than we initially thought it was going to. Um Not really bothering me because I know I've had this moment so many times where I find out something about a celebrity and it ruins the character a little bit, but I can't think of them. Yeah. Um I think Patrick Gates and and John Voigt. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Took me a minute. By the way, Sam Seaborn is West Wing. I don't think that we said that. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. No, I was very sad when I learned that about Rob Lowe. I knew about, like, his sex scandal, but I didn't know he was, like, a right-wing nut. Um, both of which are pretty damning at this point. Um, but it also made me sad because Sam Seaborn is just, like, such a good Democrat. Like, he's really good at his job. And, and I mean, I guess credit to Rob Lowe for being that good of an actor that he can, like, like sell you on that character. But anyways, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think John Voight is even worse than Rob Lowe, mm-hmm. just in terms of, like, his ideas and views. I mean, t- to be fair, Patrick Gates is also a bit of a conspiracy theorist just by nature, but, you know... <laughs> Um, I have one for, like, the opposite way. So, like, actors who would fight the character that they played. Yeah, we can discuss this. Not even because, like, they're so different. But if given the chance, I know that Robert Pattinson would beat up Edward Cullen without a moment's hesitation. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So that fits into a different category because he's not really a villain. Yeah, he's, he's not. Trying to be he's like... just like, <laughs> but he's you know, he's just like like pain in the ass of a character. Yeah, yeah. he just sucks as a character. Yeah, but that's why I feel like it's an interesting example because it's like yeah, a lot of people would want to beat up you know villains or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or they wouldn't be like the villains they played, but they played a protagonist and they really <laughs> would have just kicked the crap out of them. Yeah, I'm like looking at my movie shelf to see if I can get any inspiration, but. Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's one of those things all the time where I hear a disappointing fact about yeah. a celebrity. I mean, not an actor, but like Joss Whedon, you know, for example, where it just kind of like ruins. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that there's examples that are actors. I'm just not coming up with them. Um, Kevin Sorbo, just as an actor. Like, I, I don't really know many of his movies, but any character where he plays a decent character. Yeah, that's fair. With a basic rationale. <laughs> but now we're just talking about actors that I don't like. <laughs> fair enough. We're just on actors. I, I kind of like reverse engineered this. Oh yeah. Actually I think um I think Clark Griswold would probably beat up Chevy Chase. Yeah. He has high expectations. Like the character Clark Griswold, he has high expectations, but he's a good dad. He would beat up Chevy Chase. Absolutely. Also, how disappointing that he is apparently such a pain in the ass to work with, because he's so goddamn funny. You want to like I him. I know. 
Disappointing. You want to like him, but he just sucks so bad. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I think it's so funny that so many people who like the music of the Smiths are like, yeah, fuck Morrissey. I would curb stomp that man. Yeah, you can separate the art and the artist. Yeah. Because well, I feel like a lot of those people in music. Hmm. Yeah, like happened with harry potter so many people who love harry potter are just like ah jk rowling's the worst yep, but dead to me we take this from her now it belongs to us <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about daniel radcliffe wrote harry potter exactly i love daniel radcliffe what a prodigy right uh king <laughs> he wasn't started right now when he was like 10 yeah something like that that's fine he's good cracked everything well, that was a productive discussion. I was really expecting that we would get, like, that we would only have, like, one example. And I'm yeah. both surprised and not surprised that we came up with the same person. Yeah. And that was really great. I hadn't even thought about it at all in advance because I was like, oh, I don't know anything about celebrities. I'm not going to think of one. And then just all of a sudden. There you go. We do yeah. love to Wait. see it. Can I throw in one more? Yes, of course. George, um... The Gipper Gip or Jipper Jip, I don't actually know. I'm pretty sure it's Gipper, but George Gip would beat up um Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah, just have to throw that in there. I'd beat up Ronald Reagan. Oh, I would have to beat up Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 
beautiful tweet I saw the day that uh, Rush Limbaugh died was, and I quote, um, Ronald Reagan and Rush Limbaugh are touching tips in hell right now. <laughs> A nice visual. <laughs> I will find that tweet and link it. <laughs> I link so many things because I need people to know that I'm not making these things up. That these are just the unhinged things I come across in my existence on the internet. Alright. Would we like to move on to the final question that we have slated for today, friends? Let's do it. Hell yeah. Would you be able to date someone with the same name as one of your parents or a sibling? Discuss. I know we started to talk about this a little bit over the chat, um, but my basic point is, I think it would be worse for a sibling than for a parent, mm -hmm. right? Because like, I, I just call my dad, dad, yeah. his name is Richard, Rich, you know, everyone calls him, but like, I don't call him that. So I don't really, that wouldn't bother me so much, but my brothers, like I call them by their first names mm -hmm. and I just, I could not do that. Freak me out. I would have to call them by their middle name or last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I could do it if it was the most like platonic relationship in the world and things never got hot and heavy because I just would not be ever like able to moan their name or anything like in that context. I was just like, oh nope, never mind, I'm done. Yeah, no. <laughs> never mind. I I could I don't think I could ever date someone with the same name as my dad nope and i don't yeah, I think I'd and i don't care it. if like like my dad's name is joseph i don't care if they go by like joey or whatever does not matter i also have a cousin whose name is joey so that would kind of make it a little weird um but yeah no and also like i frequently like as a joke as i've gotten older i like will like if i like need my dad to come downstairs i'll call up and be like joseph so like I can't even I can't even take it seriously. So yeah, no, absolutely not. Um, I actually so right now, my boy's name is Mike, and that is also my brother-in-law's name, mm -hmm. which is not bad because we didn't grow up together. So like, when I hear the name Mike, I associate it with my Mike. My sister would associate it with her Mike. Um, makes family functions very hard. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> because then my cousin's boyfriend is also named Mike. Oh, Jesus, here we go. So it's just a whole mess when we all get together. Um, do not recommend, but... I so have I a cousin... I come the closest. I have a cousin-in-law named Zach. So it didn't really apply to me, but... I don't even think I could could do cousin. Well, actually, I was about to say, like, I wonder how far this goes out, you know? Yeah, even that's right. Because, like, you mentioned your cousin Joey. Like, I'd be okay yeah. with. I think. I think. A cousin would be okay. I mean, then again, I'm not like super close to my extended family. See, that's the thing. Um, there were a lot of family functions growing up. Yeah, I'm very close to my family, so I don't even. Yeah. Mm -mm. Can't be the same name as my sixth cousin. <laughs> yeah, no. Too much. 
for me, it would depend on the cousin because I have so many of them and they're so spread out because like I have the sort of a traditional Irish Catholic family. You know, my mom was one of 14 kids um, and she was the second youngest. So, you know, lots of generations have been spawned. <laughs> um, like, she was an aunt when she was a born when she was born already. She had already had nephews and stuff before she was born. Um, yeah. And so, you know, her oldest sister had kids and they had kids and their kids have kids already. So I just got, I got a shit ton of cousins. Okay. At and that so some point, of them are just, like running out of names is the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why like um, my mom was born on St. Patrick's day. Guess what her name is? Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> uh, actually, the community of Jim Gaffigan does a funny bit about that. Where he's like, first kid, you were named after grandma. Like, the eighth kid, you were named after a sandwich I had. <laughs> <laughs> Which I assumed was Reuben. But... Um... <laughs> well, have you seen, and I wonder if you're going to run into this problem, Brooks, if you get there um, by, like, teacher friends who, when they get pregnant and they're, like, getting, like, figuring out baby names every time their spouse brings up a baby name they're like oh no i had one of those in class and i hated him <laughs> yeah no i mean and i think there's probably shouldn't say this but sometimes there are students who are notorious amongst the faculty like oh sure we all know each other and talk yeah um, I, I hate to say because it it's like i don't want you everyone to think that like we're talking and gossiping and stuff like that but you know we have conversations and so there tend to be notorious names, especially in our department. And I think that that would be like a, because we, not only were they maybe problematic, but we talked about them so much that that name is now like, yeah. it's dead. You can't. <laughs> okay. That just reminded me of a random thing. It was like a Tumblr post I saw. It was like, somebody was talking about how there was like a really small group of people who were taught by the same two professors in whatever department. And one of them was like, you know, you know how some professors are like, you can know nothing about me except my name, and other ones are like, anyway, that's why my wife left me. Can you hand in your papers now? And somebody was like, yeah, there was a small group of us who were taught by two professors in our department, and one of them was Mr. Brickwall and Professor Overshare, so only two of us, so only a couple of us ever figured out that Professor Overshare and Professor Brickwall were married with two kids. <laughs> I'm like, that's so sweet. It's kind of fun. My favorite are the professor overshares. Oh my god, yeah, I know. It's so entertaining. I had one professor who was notoriously late. Like, we would all be sitting there and she would run in. And just every time, it would just be like, sorry, my cat. And then she would go on to this whole story about, like, how annoying her cat was. And she was like, and I just couldn't leave. Oh my god, yes. I have a tendency to do that. I was just doing that yesterday. Talking about, I was like, well... I'm not married. I don't have kids. It was a Dino Nugs thing. You texted me about this. Yeah, and I was telling him about how I eat Dino Nugs. Last week, I was reading off texts from my mom that she was <laughs> You didn't tell me about that. No, because, I mean, that was, we had bad weather that day. Uh-huh. And um, she was very concerned about me driving home in the bad weather. And so Aww. she was texting me. And um, my phone's um, automatically on Do Not Disturb during my class periods. But she's one of the, like, exceptions. So when my wrist buzzes, you know, I'm like, oh, is it an emergency? And it's like, no, it's just her texting about the weather. So I was reading up to the students. That's so fun. Was was there, what were the reactions to the Dino Nugs thing, by the way? I don't think I ever asked. I mean, there were, there were some, like, smiles and giggles. And one student was like, oh, yeah, I definitely still eat Dino Nugs. Hell yeah, dude. 
yeah. You could, you could tell that they were on board. I mean, I mentioned that stuff because I think it's a good, like, way to, to bond and, like, Oh yeah, I. Those were always the things when I was still like in your classes. Those were always the things that like wound up in my little like quote book. That would have been in my quote book. Yeah, I think about these things all the time. Like all the stuff. I'm like, man, Bridget's missing some stuff. She would have been. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that you tell it to me anyway. It is always fun when I get a random text and you're like, "Yeah, brought up Among Us in class. Thanks, idiot. You're the one who taught me about this." Sorry. It's too, I think you just get too comfortable being in front of a group of people when you do it so much that sometimes oh, sure. you forget, you know? And I'm just like, you should forget I that there off? are things that you probably shouldn't say, but oh well. Yeah. No, it's just kind of like I spend, uh, you know, eight hours of my week standing in front of groups of people. I mean, I'm already the queen of oversharing sure. in normal conversation anyway. Huh? This is my 14th year teaching. Damn. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I'm already the queen of oversharing in like normal conversation anyway. Does it really matter that I am now putting it on the internet? I think not. I too am the queen of oversharing. I feel like that's why we bond. It made quickly. great fun when we lived together. <laughs> yeah. We know way too much about each other. <laughs> you know, to, to the question that we're talking about, I think this isn't even just about dating because this is very much relevant. Um, to why Bridget won't use my first name. This is true. It's a similar kind of thing, right? You're like, you learn to associate a name with a particular person. And even though you know other people can have that name, it sometimes feels wrong. Yep. Yeah. Uh, my band teacher in middle school um, worked with the, like, still works with the Jamestown Color Guard program. And now that I am older i help with it too and i first started talking to him and i was like oh hey like mr lunch he's like you know you can call me mark now right and i was like absolutely no. not illegal. <laughs> absolutely not okay and also i feel like that's another problem why i can't use your first name like you were never one of those professors who like you know like <laughs> there's always the meme it's like professor throws the textbook in the trash call me mark like to try to be a cool <laughs> professor or whatever so like you never did that is always like you you always like that's how you like you know some professors will just like well, like you know their child will walk up in front of the classroom and be like hey kevin mm-hmm. and that's just how it is but you were like yep dr brooks i was like okay cool F- file that in there and then four years later i'm like well now it's now it's illegal to say anything else i forgot to tell you a student referred to me as dr b in an email yeah, dude, i like, was literally just I gonna ask if you had gotten anyone to use a nickname for you yeah when they saw the email, it was like, Dr. B, I'm like, it happened! Yeah. It happened! It happened! It's gonna catch on! At least I still so feel like students lighting. listening to this, Dr. B only from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like, I mean, the reason I, I don't use first name is because there is an issue with female faculty not being as respected as male yeah, faculty. Course, yeah. And so it's about, you know, trying to maintain that. It's not that I really care per se, but it's, you know, that's what it is. But, and then it feels so formal. So that's why I'm trying to find that middle ground. I know, and I also I feel like it's just, like, a personality, like, it's a personality thing, too, because, like, Lee rolled up class first day and was like, what's up, I'm Lee, and I was like, all right, that's Lee. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely their approach to teaching. I think it's maybe different than a lot of the, the faculty. Yeah. I will say any professor I had 
who used first name had been a male. Who was just like, oh yeah, hey, call me Kevin. Yeah, typically. Although actually I taught at University of Maine before I was here and the actual, the norm in the department there, and actually I think in the whole university was to just go by first names. So maybe so the whole like time a, I was there, they only called me Sarah. Like I actually knew that. environment thing too. Like if that's just what people do at a particular place. Well, and I was real disappointed because that was my first job out of grad school. Oh, I'm like, no. See, people get to call me doctor, and they're like, oh, no, we go by first names here. I'm oh, like, no, ouch. <laughs> so it wasn't until I got to Geneseo that people called me doctor. <laughs> it's a little disappointing. I would have I called imagine. you doctor. Well, thank Dr. You. Sarah's got a nice ring to it, though. Dr. Yeah. Sarah. Actually, um, a huge chunk of my family calls me Dr. Sarah. Aw. Like, Ew. So it's like an everyday, like walking around like, hey, Dr. Sarah. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Most of like extended family. Like I got an aunt and uncle that only call me that. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when I like finally like decided I was okay not including your doctorate when addressing you. I feel like that just sort of happened because I took so many of your classes that it got to the point where I was like, well, we kind of sort of know each other. Yeah. Yeah, I don't That's really care about the formality. It's just that I worry about. Yeah, no, yeah. I get that. I totally get that. Although I totally get what you mean because, like, um, the professors that I had as an undergrad, and in grad school, you typically use first names for your professors, but like as an undergrad, it was Dr. Whenever. And uh, so even now, if I like talk to one of my professors from when I was an undergrad, I use like Dr. Whatever, and they're like, nope, we're colleagues. Like, we're no, colleagues we're not. now. You, you know, <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. You're, you're Dr. Coleman forever. Like, I'm not. I can't do that. Um, quick side tangent for discussion, of which course. for the people who are not doctors, if you were to get your doctorate, would you want to be known as doctor? Because I absolutely would. Yeah, I don't care if you call me Dr. Emily. But I worked hard for that. I'm a doctor. Yeah. No, just like I, I want everyone to know, I did yeah. that. I mean, I'm sure that's absolutely never gonna happen. But if it did, you bet your ass I would use it. Might I'm about to just take one credit a semester, just for years, just so I can be a doctor. <laughs> okay, honestly, power move. Ah. I mean, that is tricky to do because with graduate programs, you also have to have a dissertation and candidacy exam right. and all that, which is, you'd have to do full time to be able to do that. Yeah, I don't have time for that. But I'm making it, it work. But I, I do, I do want to point out that the PhD was the original doctorate. Like, when the doctorate was invented, it was a PhD. MDs didn't come until later. So technically... Right. It started as a PhD, but that, it just bothers me because they're always like, well, you're not a medical doctor. And it's like, yeah, they're like the add-on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It used to be like dentists, uh, you know, like barbers and stuff that did the, the yeah. medical stuff. Do you have a medical emergency? Don't call Jill Biden. <laughs> right. And that, that was yeah. just something yeah. that like, really bothered yeah. me. Like, hey, maybe don't talk. Yeah. Ever consider that? It's like, uh, they're not doctors. They're physicians. Yeah. Right. Just a pet peeve of mine. Just because people I would I mean, be have that a PhD, person. you're allowed to be annoyed about it. Yeah. Yeah. On the plane when they're like, "Is a doctor on board?" I'm like, 
Me? Me? Ask for a physician next time. Yeah. Is there a physician here? No, but there's a doctor. (laughs) That's literally an episode of um, Cabin Pressure, which is an audio drama that I listened to a while back. It's like a comedy thing. But, like, they're all on a plane. Like, is it about an airline? And they're on a plane and someone, like, has a heart attack or some shit. And they keep and they keep asking if anyone's a doctor on board, and they can see on like their like flight roster that someone has like a doctor in front of their name, but they're like an archie, but they're like an architect, and they like keep going on and being like, if anyone is a doctor, and they finally like bully this guy up to the front of the plane, and he's like, yep, I'm an architect. I'm part um, of um, multiple academic related Facebook groups, and so they're always posting like related memes of course um there was a similar one where you know they were yelling for a doctor on a plane and uh this person was like oh yeah that i mean i'm a doctor but not that kind so it's not gonna work and they were like we need somebody to proofread an abstract that's due in an hour and they're like wait never mind (laughs) like i like the tweet that's like me on a plane is anyone on board a doctor weird and holding a bottle of lavender essential oil i'll have something better (laughs) (laughs) a <laughs> little bit of a little bit of a throwback a little bit Not, of a throwback no MLM cult on the plane correct yeah no I dig that that's fun what what are academic meme circles like now I just want to know what's the meme game fun. like there's some pretty good ones I mean there's a there's a lot of different groups of course um, there's one that's both a like a Facebook page and uh, there's a Twitter account as well for um, shit academics say. I love it. And they, they do some really good. Uh, this time of year, they always do like roses are red, violets are blue, blue poems. But for academics, that was pretty solid. You really, you can find a meme group for anything. I I'm in a Facebook meme group. page, yeah. and I love it so much. I'm in a Facebook group. It's biochemistry memes depicting intracellular scenes and it's all just like science memes That's and they're great. so good I, I think I've wished that I had made a meme page for the Geneseo Com department because there's like a Sturges specific meme page but by the time I came up with it I was already a senior I'm like it's too late like I can't start this as a thing and then find someone to like pass the handle on to I can't believe it took as long as it did for the Geneseo memes page to become a thing. I know. I think I was the one that, like, acted that, like, told faculty that that existed. Uh, yeah, because they're probably the person who runs it. Yeah, I think I was the one who, who infiltrate, who, like, allowed the Geneseo faculty to infiltrate that. Whoopsies. I'll never forget that class when I brought it up. And the look on their faces, I'm like, yeah, faculty are also on social media, and we can also see things. <laughs> like, like, uh, how did you see? bring it up again? I don't remember. That was pre-pandemic, so. Yeah. Do you remember the drama a couple years ago when they somebody made the fake Geneseo Twitter? Oh my god, yes. And then Geneseo, like found out who did it and, like, got their email from Twitter or some shit. Like, it was wild. Brooks, you made the SUNY Geneseo meme page the day that the, like, 
SUNY shutdown was like original COVID SUNY shutdown was announced because you had on your PowerPoint. So what do we do now? And someone took it and posted it on the meme page. <laughs> oh, we do stand. That tweet about me. Did your college have like big wild scandals? Which tweet? Um, we had some scandals, yeah, that actually made the local paper. Oh shit. Um so one hour the president of the student association was impeached. First president of the student association to ever get impeached because she was using like funds to shop on Amazon. Um, that made like the Times Union. Um, and then, um, what was the, uh, oh, somebody wrote, I, I don't know how familiar you guys are with like the SUNY Albany campus, but there's like that big fountain in the middle. Um, but basically during the winter, it's just like snow, it's just like flat snow. And somebody wrote like, fuck Israel, like in big, like throughout, like across the whole thing. And, um, yeah, yeah. And that made local papers as well. And, um, so we definitely had our fair share of scandals, um, but nothing that was like memed Damn. or meme worthy. Um, Bad. I mean, but yeah, yeah. You went to Albany? Yes. So Did you ever take communication classes there? Probably. I have, I have a friend of mine that teaches in the comm department there. Who? Who? Alyssa Mori. No, I never had. You just sent me the tweet, which I will link, because I forgot about that. That was funny. <laughs> that was the one I first pictured when you said the Gen Z meme page. I was like, wait, oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's what I need everybody listening who attends college to tell us about scandals that happened, because I just feel like Geneseo just constantly had them. Which, like, none of them were that big of deals, but, like, it just was nonstop. Yeah. But also, you would there constantly are... hear about it, because you're there. There are some that are worse that I think happened before you guys were there, which I won't mention right now, but I can tell you afterwards. I was about to but say, what? please do. Yeah, but my favorite was, and I can't remember when this was, it was when, I think it was when you were there, um, that people were stealing all the clocks in the classrooms on campus. Sasha's class, like, solved that. His, yeah. like, we had to, like, practice writing an art, like, an investigative article, and it didn't, and it, the, it wasn't the semester that I, no, it was the semester that I was a TA, but not for that class, and everyone was, like, freaking out, because they thought they, like, he expected them to, like, solve this mystery, and he's like, no, you guys don't understand. If the story is that no one knows what's going on, that's the story, right? That all the clocks are disappearing, and you've asked around for comment, and no one knows but then like two semesters later somebody figured like in the same class like the same class being taught like oh you have to do a practice article somebody like figured out that it was a bunch of people at like a frat house that had been stealing the clocks and like they found out because they like either knew someone in the frat or like were friends with someone who like i don't know like they like actually figured that out though like they did real investigative journalism because of that class and found out who was taking the clocks um my favorite Geneseo drama that is ongoing still at this point um, is when a sorority will get suspended for a semester and then there's randomly just 
cycling club that starts existing and it's all the same members who are in the sorority. I didn't know about this so because I was never in a sorority. Like partake in school functions. But yeah, anytime anytime a sorority gets suspended on campus, within a week a random new club has popped up so that they can have meetings in academic spaces. Cute. Um, I love that people won't stop driving into the goddamn fountain. It's not that hard. It's a giant stone structure in the middle of the road. Stop hitting it. Well, one time I was at the Euro Cafe oh, on the Main Euro Street. Cafe. Continue. Yeah. Um, sitting there, like, facing the, the windows out to Main Street, you know, and where it is, it's right in front of the fountain. Oh, yeah. And someone drove into the fountain while I was sitting there looking out the window. Oh my god, how bad was it? It was... I don't think they did a huge amount of damage. They weren't going that quickly, but they were coming down uh, Center Street. Mm. Um, and so they were kind of coming right what at me. was on Center Street. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> one time. Am I legally um, allowed to say that on here? I think you were... You were Done with your courses by that point. Oh yeah, no, I, I officially graduated. Thank you for dropping yeah. off a box of wine at our house. <laughs> so like, here you go. Yeah. I was like, thank you. And so yeah, he, he passed right by, you know, where you lived. Um, and wow. it, was a, it was a big truck. And he's he said that the, he, the angle he was coming, the sun was in his eyes, so he couldn't see it. But it's like, unless you've never been on yeah. Main Street before, how would you not know there's a fountain in the middle of the road? Like I don't, I don't care how much sun's in your eyes. It's a giant fountain. <laughs> Literally, like the like parody issue of the student newspaper that gets published at the end of the year one year was like something. I think the literal headline was like, "Stop hitting the goddamn fountain." Yes. And I think there might have been like a there might have been like a you fuckers in there somewhere. Yeah. I was... have. No, no, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna ask. Was that? actually from the Lamron, or are you talking about the satire magazine that my student made no not the um, magazine it, it was, was the from... like final issue of the Lamron that's like oh, okay. that's like the, the it was the satire one. issue the normal the normal there we go what Thank the you. Lamron well, does yeah, satire yeah. issue yeah because i think um actually some of the ones she put in the magazine were like used in that as well so that's why i wasn't sure which one it was zach what were you anyway. gonna say yeah um on scandals, I don't know how I forgot about this. It's not like specifically Albany related, but like definitely Albany adjacent. Um, you guys know Jim Halatras? The he was the SUNY Chancellor. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. So I actually had a class with him. Um. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it was a lot of. Fun. Um, half of the class was spent watching John Oliver. I'm not even kidding. I am still Love friends that. with like with like one of the people who I was in the class with, and like that's just a running inside joke. Um, but yeah, it, it's not a SUNY specific scandal, but because I had him for a class, I'm counting it as yeah. a SUNY scandal. Because when you yeah. target the one of the people who accuses Cuomo of like assault, that's 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 pretty bad. And that's what he did. He was like going after this woman. So, yeah. 
Um, my other favorite scandal was when the power got shut off a few years ago for like a long time. Oh my god! And Denise Battles Denise was just Battles walking with around the union, and she was like, "I can't turn the lights off, but I can give you cookies." There's like a like a Denise Battles sightings account now. Oh my god, it's great. President of Gen Co. Yes. Yeah. I was just thinking about when um, the fountain got hit really hard a few years ago and it sent Emmeline, the bear, at the top of the fountain. I'm trying to remember to explain myself for those who don't know. There's an Instagram um, account for the bear. I love it. Uh, I love Emmeline so much. Love but her. she went flying. Um, and so for quite a long time until they found the granite they needed to fix the fountain, she was at the historical society, but somebody duct taped a teddy bear to the top of the fountain. <laughs> I never saw that. Oh my like, God. So funny. I, remember, I can never remember when things happened. I don't know if you guys were there at that point I don't think on. I was, but I remember for a while there was just a huge crack in it. Like, yeah. Horrible. Yeah, that was that, yeah, that big chunk out granite. of it. Yeah, they found... Was... Yikes. They found granite from the exact same quarry to replace it with, Yay. which is cool. That's awesome. We do stand. Yeah. yeah. So please, please write in. Tell us your school's funniest friend yes. scandal. Tell us. We want to hear, and not even just scandals. Give me, just give me petty, petty drama between departments, memes people make. Just if you want to send. It can stuff be in. about how your school denied that there is asbestos in the library, and then conveniently shut it down for four years. Yeah, for an yeah. unrelated reason. Yeah, for just, you know, unrelated. <laughs> Oopsies. But yeah, no. Um, tell tell us things about your school. Tell us memes about your school. Tell us scandals. Tell us petty drama. We want to hear it all. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. I mean, we certainly have more, like, serious scandals, but they're such a downer for yeah, the tone of our... That's not fun. Life. We're talking about yeah, the dumb stuff here. We definitely well, got some bad stuff. Oh, yeah. Then that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Mine were pretty heavy. <laughs> You're good, don't worry. I think the latest one I saw on the meme thing that there's UV radiation poisoning happening in one of the academic buildings. Whoa, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's a whole thing. Like, what? Well, the, so there were a whole bunch of people that were reporting eye strain issues, and they couldn't figure out why, and then they started to realize that all those people were in the same classroom <clears> and wells. They realized that was the common factor, and all those classrooms had UV lights installed, like, before last fall. And so they don't, it's not supposed to affect your eyes. Oh so they're not God. really sure why oh they turn them all off. Oh, um, my God. I'm, I was actually in one of those classrooms, uh, and I never noticed anything weird, but that classroom was boiling hot, and all I could think about was not passing out from heat stroke. God. We have literally had the AC on until the last day of class Bruh. in December. Yeah. Wow. They had like a window AC unit. Okay. Uh, so alarming. Yeah. On that note. Yeah. On that note, um, send us things from your school, and if we get a bunch of them, um, we will make another. We will make another segment discussing them. I don't think we will, but if we did, that'd be amazing, and we will totally talk about it if we do. All right. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Nicely done, everyone. Thank you, friends, for fighting with us. As always, we appreciate each and every single one of you that watches, that listens, that interacts with this podcast. And anyway, we'll be back again with a funky, fresh new episode next week. And by the time this comes out, we should be 
quite close to wrapping up the Squid Game streams and starting um, our weekly discussions of Banana Fish. Exciting, exciting. Ooh. So, things to look I forward to. I hope y'all had a great Valentine's Day. Yes. Actually, yeah, by the time this comes out, I hope everyone's Valentine's yeah. Day was lovely and the person that you wanted to text you did indeed message you. I hope you had a good time. Thank you for bringing that up, Emily. All right. Adios, everybody. Bye. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guests Emily Whitney. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, at AndSarahSaid, and at EWIT789. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.